Welcome to the Life, Death, and Tarot podcast. I'm your host, Cole Imperi. This is La Petite Mortisode number 20, Closure versus Understanding. If you're new here, Life, Death, and Tarot is a thanatology-adjacent podcast offering alternating episode formats. This episode is a La Petite Mortisode, which means I talk to you about thanatology-related subjects. Now, our next episode will feature an interview via a three-card tarot reading. Tarot, like the cards, is not magical. They're just cards featuring 78 themes often found in a human life. We use tarot cards to help us see within ourselves more clearly, to challenge ourselves to be better people, and to find broader themes in our lives. We have listeners from all over the world, and all of us have one thing in common. We want to live a brighter life. Before we jump into talking about closure versus understanding, a few housekeeping items. First of all, let's talk about the year of tarot. As I record this, it is the month of October, and this month we are focusing on the death card, which is the card with the number 13 in a typical tarot deck. So what I'm doing with the year of tarot project is a lot of people... At least the people that I tend to attract or that that this podcast attracts, they see and understand that tarot cards are not magical, but they're like they might be possibly helpful tools for introspection, for trying to figure out who we really are and why we are the way that we are. Working with loss as a thanatologist, someone who deals with death and dying and losses and thinks about it. One of the things that I continually see is that we all always are usually navigating some type of loss in life. Culturally, particularly here in the U.S. and other developed countries, we're not so great at support, like at acknowledging each other's losses and being okay with it. In fact, many of us feel as though we have to hide the difficult stuff that we're dealing with in our lives. We lack support tools, and one of the greatest support tools at your disposal is yourself. You can be sure that when you wake up tomorrow, you're going to be there for yourself. So for me, the development around tools and understanding around tarot is absolutely um, an effort on my part to adapt All the stuff that I know, thank you, Field of Thanatology, about what people actually need to move through loss more healthily. And I'm trying to provide education around that so that I can meet my mission, which if you're new on my podcast, my life's mission, my life's work is to improve the way that we deal with death and dying in my lifetime. So I developed this Year of Tarot program 
it's October and there are months up and done and available for the month of October. I mean, for the month of August and the month of September and now the month of October. And so what I do is I actually illustrate the tarot card myself. And if you go to my website, there's a page under learn called year of tarot and it's free. It's totally free. I, I really want this stuff to be available to everybody so that you guys can start to hopefully develop a new support tool for yourselves in your own lives. Um, so you just go to my website, you add whatever month you're interested in to your shopping cart, it's free, and then you check out and it will email you a link and the link is good for 24 hours to download um, that month's information. And the download is a PDF and it's got the tarot card, it's got information about the card, it tells you sort of what the question the card is asking and information about the symbols associated with the card. So the death card, there's a number, there's a plant, there's a symbol associated with it. And having an awareness and learning about this stuff kind of trains your brain to learn to be more tuned in to details and things in life that you may otherwise look over. So that year of tarot program, it's also linking up with my monthly webinars. Um, many of you want to learn more about thanatology and thanatology adjacent topics. And I love the field of thanatology. It's huge and it's vast. And so if you want to study more, if you want to learn more, join me on my monthly webinars. Um, this month in October, the monthly webinar, which is done via Zoom, is on Sunday, October 13th at 2 p.m. And that's Eastern time. Um, we are going to be talking about death versus dying. What's the difference? We're going to be talking about death anxiety and the death card as well. You can buy the webinars as one-offs for $18, or if you are a patron subscriber and a patron supporter, these webinars are now included at some patron support levels. Yes, how exciting. Um, and speaking of uh, my patron account, I added new perks. Like you get more stuff for the same support levels. So if you're a patron subscriber and it's been a while since you've checked in, go check out that patron account and make sure you're getting all the stuff that your support has earned you. So anyway, information about Year of Tarot, about the webinars, and about my patron account, you can find that at AmericanThanatologist.com. There's also a bunch of new merchandise or supportive merchandise, as I call it, up on my website. Um, a few months ago, we rolled out new stuff based on listener requests. You guys wanted mugs. You guys wanted T-shirts. You guys wanted tank tops. Um, we even have zippy pouches. Um, I use mine every day. It says Thanatology on it. It's black with a big gold zipper. And I use that to just put in all the stuff that I need to tote around with me when I work off site. Um, there's also, so with everything that we've got, all the new products, there's Thanatology themed stuff. So you can get t-shirts that say Thanatology on them now and mugs. And then there's also a bunch more stuff that says, I don't have time for bullshit on it and some American Thanatologist logo items as well. So if you're a patron subscriber, a patron supporter, you get a discount in the shop, even at the dollar a month level. 
Yeah. So if you're a patron subscriber, log in to be able to get the discount code for the discount that you are entitled to, which is up to 15% off of everything. Um, Also, our I don't have time for bullshit pens that sell out all the time. They are back in stock. And I can tell you that whatever we have in stock is what we have through the end of 2019. So if you want to give these pens for holiday gifts, get it. Get it now because if we sell out over the holidays, um, which we tried to avoid this year, we'll see, um, we're not going to have them in again this year. Thank you to a super fan, Megan Niger, for spotting that some of our episodes were not up and available everywhere. For some reason, only the most recent 12 episodes were up in some places, um, but thank you for taking the time to message us and let us know. We got in, we figured out what was wrong, just refreshed the feed, and now all the episodes are back up everywhere you get podcasts. I'd also like to send special thanks to this episode's Patron supporters, Alexis Michelle, Hannah Lippo, Katie Brickman, Katie Bialsack, Michael Sadambaga, Sarah Hunt, Chloe, Jennifer McNaughton, Jessica Vitarelli, Laura Mangi, and Lauren Murray. Okay, now it's time. Let's talk about closure versus understanding. In my work as a death companion, which is someone who's compensated to provide non-judgmental, non-medical support to others as they navigate a loss, I hear a lot of talk about closure. Closure means resolution or something coming to an end, getting wrapped up. When people navigate a loss of any kind, whether it's a shadow loss, a loss in life, or a big death, a loss of life, society kind of conditions us to search for closure. Sometimes I see people seeking closure for something that may never be closed, or something that may be open for months and months or even years and years. Let's take divorce. Most people who have navigated the process of divorce found that years later, things are still getting resolved. The divorce papers might have been long finished and turned in, but you're still dealing with discoveries or information related to that divorce. I've heard people say that marriage is something that will always be open, even after a divorce, and even after death, at least to some degree. Let me use myself as an example here. I experienced an assault in 2014, I pressed charges, and then I was viciously harassed for the next 18 months or so in an effort to get me to back down and, like, stop pressing charges. It's now 2019, and many of the people that were involved with that harassment, they have died or they've completely left the area that I live in. But let me tell you what, that is not closed, that whole experience. 
I will probably never fully feel a sense of closure because years later, I'm still learning things about what happened to me and my husband and people in our lives. And I'm still discovering how exactly that changed me as a person. I've let go of this like search for closure with the assault and everything that happened after it. And instead, I just continue to seek understanding. Understanding is facts. It's reality. It's what happened from my perspective. It's what happened according to other people involved. Understanding means you're asking, what can I learn? Seeking closure means you might be asking, where's the ending? In my work over the years with folks who have had losses of all kinds, I've seen how sometimes the search for closure can distract people from healing. If you're seeking closure, seeking this sense of resolution or like of a true end, how are you growing? This idea of closure versus understanding goes back to something I often bring up, that that death is a great teacher, and great teachers are not always warm and loving. Truly great teachers challenge the heck out of you. They make you stretch yourself. They're frustrating, difficult. They may have made you cry. Great teachers help you gain understanding and they don't provide closure. In high school, I was on the newspaper for several years. Sherilyn Jardine was my journalism teacher, and to this day, I am still learning from her. She was a great teacher. She challenged me, and I am still gaining new understanding from the lessons she taught me all those years later. I have no closure, and closure is not something I need there, Journalism, and for that matter, writing, was something that was opened up when I was young. And to this day, I am still doing it. I share this because sometimes we seek closure for things that maybe don't need to be closed up. And and sometimes when we actively seek more understanding, we can end up with a net positive. Like in this case, I have years of additional learning and growth. So if you're listening and are navigating some kind of loss in life, or even a major transition or change, I want to encourage you to think about this. Are you seeking closure or understanding? Are you seeking to just wrap it up and put it away? Or are you trying to see what else you might be able to learn? If you think about a shadow loss you've had in life, one that you feel you've recovered from or moved forward from, did you recover or move on because you found closure? Or did you just find understanding? In the immediacy of my assault and the subsequent harassment that came afterwards, I often thought about closure because I had friends say things to me like, you just need to find closure. I felt and still feel that the assault and everything that came with it ripped a four-foot-long tear across my body. 
And while that huge tear might have been sewn up, the scar is still there. Getting sewn up is a type of closure, but it still hurts. This is where understanding comes in. You can look at a scar and see why it's still tender. It looks like it hurts. You can see the reactions on people's faces when they see your wound, and you can understand that that person got hurt at some point. But closure? Most significant losses will be open, not closed, your entire life. And this is one of the things that makes being human difficult and joyful. You never know what you'll be dealt in life, but you get to choose how to treat the highs and the lows. Will you seek to close it all out? Or will you seek to understand? The choice is yours. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Life, Death, and Tarot podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As a reminder, you can catch me on Instagram as at Imperi, I-M-P-E-R-I. You can hang out with me and everybody else on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash Life, Death, Tarot. You can join me on my webinar this Sunday, October 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern. And if you're in the Cincinnati area, come and attend two of my free and open to the public lectures brought to you by the Kenton County Library. I will be talking about death companioning one night and grief gardens the next. Information about that is available on my website at AmericanThanatologist.com.